You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, it's Freestyle Friday, and I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. Why? I don't know. You're <laughs> listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, May 12th, episode 3187, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. So today on the show, we continue our year of badass women uh, with the founder of the Women's Meditation Network. She's going to join us after achieving her 100 millionth download. And Jamie and I want to know, and this is how I'm putting it, Jamie. We want to know how active-minded people like us can successfully meditate, because I don't think you and I have ever done that. So uh, we're going to talk about that, plus a friend of the show, the amazing dog trainer and and national champion dog trainer, Chrissy Joy, is going to tell us about her new TV show called Dog Moms. Plus, we end the week with some really bad ads. But first, yeah, we're back in the pantry again last night, huh? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So spring in Oklahoma blows, literally. It doesn't suck. It blows. Uh, So, yeah, tornadoes last night. And and here's the thing. You know, they've been telling us that Thursday was going to be awful, like, for the last week. I mean, that's what's so crazy is how they can predict that all of this stuff is coming. But so we had 11 tornadoes touch down in the area yesterday. And literally all of them were right around me. Um, just, it just happened to be that this, they made the turn and was all around us. Now, none of them were severe. They would basically like touch down and then like go back up. And so there's one store that's unless your house far. is the one they touched down on <laughs> and they, they touched down on one store and just suck the roof right. There's just a giant hole in the roof. And so it just like touched down, bam, and then goes away. So it wasn't like super severe, but it was enough to, the sirens went off 10 separate times. Oh my gosh. Yeah, until about 11 o'clock, we were, you know, you basically have the news on in every room. Follow this one guy, uh, they call him Tornado Pain, and and he's like just as uh, excitable and anxious as I am, so we match (laughs) together. It's a good team. He doesn't meditate either. (laughs) No, he's not a meditator. He could use some, but yeah, no. So it was just one of those, like, uh, just kept popping up all around us. And I had the horses locked in and I had the, the dogs in the shelter and the, the parakeets were in their cage. They can fly people. They can fly. I had to choose between the parakeets or the husband. This time the husband won <laughs> this time. Uh, and, and so, yeah. It looked kind of crowded in your picture. It was very crowded, not going to lie, with four dogs, three humans <laughs> in a pantry. Like what? And so the pantry is reinforced concrete. It's an ac- actual registered, registered tornado shelter. Um, but yeah, it was just crazy. And apparently it's going to happen again tonight. So yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 So well, you know, you got lucky the first couple of years you were there. You didn't have a whole lot of these. You know, we, we had them, but they weren't close by, but it seems like, and everybody that lives around that I know is like, you guys are getting targeted this year. Like it's all, all in my area, which really, um, didn't you say the one that got the bad tornado a couple weeks ago was Cole, the town of Cole. And I saw they got hit again. Again, these poor little towns. Um, you know, and, and here's what they say on the news is like, oh, this is not a very populated area. I'm like, yes, it is. If you're a cow or a horse. <laughs> or if somebody lives in the farmhouse right there. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, thank goodness I go to the bottom. Dorothy like, no lives there. Area. Yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. Dorothy so, and Toto lives in that house. <laughs> uh-huh, somebody lives there. All I, th- all I think about is the animals that are in yeah. situations like this. Like, oh, I hope they were able to take care of the animals. But again, you get so much notice. Like, I knew something was going going to happen tonight and i knew i'd probably have to bring the horses in so i went down i got the horses ridden in the morning i mucked out all the stalls i bedded everything down i had all the hay and like I, so basically when it was like 
you should probably bring him in. I was like, come on. Cause they all have the tornado whistle. I whistle and they come a running. <laughs> yes, that means there's food. They go into uh, their own they, shelter. <laughs> they go right into their little shelter. I kiss them all in the nose and I say, I'll see you in a little bit. And so that's the way it was. So it, it was definitely stressful, um, but we got really lucky again. And uh, why the hell do I live here? You I have, don't know. It is a difference between the storms we have. And I never experienced this till I moved to Florida. I was used to living up north where there are systems that come through, right? Mm-hmm. They come through from left to right. And, you know, it's a, it's a wave. It comes through here. It's those pop-up storms. So you, uh, we may be getting the most horrendous thunderstorm here. And four miles away at the farm where the horses are, they get nothing. Nothing. So you don't you don't know to prepare because it could be any day. And my brother yesterday, we got nothing, and he got one of those bad storms, took out four trees at his farm, and he is literally ten miles from us. Oh my god! And it just sits over your house. The, the other thing is they don't move; they just sit over your house. You well, know, and so. and same with the the hurricanes you guys get. Yeah. You know, that's like four solid days of weather. Where here it's like, okay, from five to eight thirty, our area is going to be affected. Yeah. You know, and. And it's it's a nice communication network with people all around, and everybody texts each other, and everybody talks, and it's just uh, it's a, definitely a community that that comes together to make sure everybody else is okay. Not that you could do a dang thing about it. We all are <laughs> idiots for living here, but I would like to say that it's also your fault, and all of y'all on the West Coast, it's your fault too. Because what happens is. All of you, uh, Glenn, you send all your crap west, and then all the people on the west coast send all their crap east, and then it meets in the middle <laughs> meets, and screws me. Comes up through Texas and meets you. It just <laughs> right in the middle. That's blame why Texas. it happens. <laughs> we blame Texas for everything else. Why not for that? Exactly. All right. Daily Winnie time. Well, happy birthday to the following auditors. There's a bunch of birthdays this weekend. Heather Weimer, Megan Lalonde, Ruth McCormick. Now, Ruth, apparently I missed her birthday last year. And Ruth is one of our cruisers, been on cruises with her and one of our good friends. And Ruth emailed me earlier in the week to make sure I did not forget her birthday this weekend. Darn tootin', you don't forget her. (laughs) So, Ruth, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Jamie Harding, Alicia Kay, Bethany Joe McNett, happy birthday to all of you. A couple others, too. We wanted to wish Rachel, one of our terrific auditors, and our Spotlight Rider last year. She, we announced earlier couple weeks ago that she has breast cancer and she's going for major surgery on Monday. I found out, I was talking to her yesterday, Monday's her big day to go in for surgery. So we wanted to just let her know we're thinking about her. All of us are thinking about her. We're wishing her the best of luck. And you got this, girl. You, you, you're tough. You got, got this. Also, I want to thank Gina, one of our terrific auditors also, who lives near us and comes up for our monthly dinners. And she sent Jennifer and I a gift for our birthdays. And she sent us a gift to the place where you buy all the gluten-free stuff. So uh, thank you, Gina. She knows us well, and we really do appreciate you. So uh, I wanted to acknowledge them. And Rachel, you hang in there. We got you. Man, it's mixed emotions. I tell you the story, Glenn. Uh It's giving me butterflies in my tummy because I don't want to upset people, but I'm trying to do the best thing. Um, I I have a little news about my new old horse, Jack. If those don't remember, I purchased a horse. I paid good money for a horse down in South Texas that a listener, April Kamak auditor had found and posted online and said, is anybody interested? He's a half Percheron, half standard bread. And he was an Amish cart horse. And then he was a uh, carriage horse in Corpus Christi, Texas. So like hot, miserable, pulling carriages and the heat, you know, and, and, and he had not been taken very good care of and was blind in one eye and had massive dental issues and really, really skinny. And I was able to work together formulating a, a plan and supplements for him through Kentucky performance products. And he looks amazing and he's doing great. And so I started riding him and, and the reason I got him is he doesn't have to work anymore. But I have Duke, who's now 30 and could use a break because what I need is a nice, quiet, calm gelding that I can pony other horses. And like he can be the lead horse when young horses or young thoroughbreds are going somewhere for the first time. It's always nice to have a good, solid gelding. 
So I'm like, he can be, cause he's 20. He's got, you know, Duke's got 10 years on him. So I got him and he's looking great and feeling great. And I've worked on the dental stuff and I've just uh, poured, you know, love and time and money into this horse. And do you know what, Glenn? He hates other horses, <laughs> hates them. Oh, he'll be a great the, pony horse. <laughs> with a passion and fire. Like if there is, if there's, oh, he's, he's on a pasture with eight Poor other guy's been beat up his whole life. <laughs> yeah. And he, it, it, all seven are one spot. He's by himself. If you bring him in and you walk a horse by him, he will pin his ears and lunge out at him trying to bite them. If he's outside and a horse is inside, he will try to lunge into the stall to bite the other horse. I thought it was just one particular horse. I have a horse named Raphael who is here to be started, and he's just this big, goofy, sweet, warm blood. And so Farm Boy was riding him, and I was, I'm going to bring Jack out, and we're going to try him. And every time... That Raphael got too close, he would like, you know, and that's not good for a pony horse to to to. <laughs> you know how we say they the tell you what horses. their job is. He told you what yeah. his job isn't. Yeah, he's very clear <laughs> on telling me what his job isn't, and and I just I can't force him to behave, you know, like I don't want to put a bit in his mouth anymore. I don't want to put a saddle. I was riding him bareback with a dually halter, and and he's just. It's just not his job. So I have been struggling because I need a horse to do this job, but I also have a very limited amount of stalls and space, you know. You need uh, a big, quiet draft horse. Well, that's what I thought I was getting. Turns out this big, quiet draft horse hates other horses. And and, and he wasn't like that when he came, be, I think, simply because he just felt so poor and his teeth hurt so bad. Yeah, well, you, so, yeah, you got him healthy. And then all of a sudden, the true horse comes out when they get healthy. Uh, yeah, it's true. You know, and, and I learned it, that with Scooter. <laughs> you know, in a situation like this, you can't really train love and you know love of your peers into a horse um you could just know that this is not going to be the job so i've been really struggling with what to do and april the listener who found him for me she i'm going to drive him to her tomorrow and she has 500 acres of grass and a couple other driving horses and i think too what also happened is she has mares and he was great with the mares but he doesn't like, I, I don't, I have mainly geldings and he just doesn't like them. So it, tomorrow I'm going to drive Jack down back to April's where he's going to get turned out and on the 500 acres of grass and be looked after. She brings them all up every day. She'll drive them a little bit, you know, play with them, have some fun with them. And she and I are going to uh, split the cost of his care for the foreseeable oh, future okay. so she's she's taking him and basically i'm, I'm paying board on a horse <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna be living his happy life though yes yeah i hopefully you know i i i just want him to be happy and you know I, some sometimes you think to yourself like well that was a waste of money i don't think that but some people like somebody very close said to me well that was a waste of money and i'm like no because, you know, some people, they go to, they go to church and that you tithe to the church, right? You're supposed to give money to the church to get back, you know, and this is my tithing. Like I, <laughs> if that makes sense, like I tithe to the welfare of older downtrodden horses. How long did it take you to come up with that analogy, by the way? Actually, it was fairly quick. <laughs> it was fairly quick. It was just right at the top. You know, like everybody has their own church, Glenn. you got to get back to the church. So that's how uh, you explained that to Chad. It was. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty sensible. It was a noble effort, because how are you going to argue with that? I said that to Farm Boy, who goes to church, and he's like, I don't think you know what that means. <laughs> That's that's not what that means. And I was like, listen, you do yours, I'll do mine. <laughs> He's like, that's that's not at all. Like, because he goes to show, like, we can't work on Sunday morning since he's in church. I'm like, could you please just skip church today? It's gonna get hot. No, no, no. He's got a good church. I can't get him to skip church. Can't get him to skip school. He's like a good kid. It drives me crazy. Uh, so yeah, um, he said that that's not what that means, but it is to me. And so anyway. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I, I I'm so grateful to Kentucky Performance Products and Karen for helping consult with all of this. He's been he've been amazing. He looked great. He f- obviously feels great. Um, so I've taken some before pictures, and then I think this is probably midpoint, and then April will be tasked with taking the the 
few this midsummer pictures you know we're trying to chronicle his his comeback through through life and and through the you know use of good food nutrition veterinary care feet care you know like all the things that just were lacking in him anyway so it's a heavy heart that he's going to go but i'm i'm actually really excited to be able to lead a horse down the barn aisle and not worry about it getting bitten (laughs) (laughs) i mean we do have a terrific group of auditors and listeners and they prove it every day so thank you april for doing that i'm gonna tell you something else april did to me okay here's the deal i can't say this too loud because my husband's still home so I'm I'm driving down six six hours. So I'm going to spend the night at her house, and I'm going to take her. And she's like, te- through text, she's like, "What do you want to do when you're here?" And I was like, "Nothing. I'm just just I'll just go to bed. Like it's fine. It's fine." And she's like, "I have an activity." Oh no! <laughs> she's like, "There's a horse auction." There's a horse oh. auction. <laughs> Like, I hate you so much. She's like, and you're going to have mean, your trailer. How can I have an empty trailer? Like, whatever. I was like, I'm, mm-mm, mm-mm. this is going to be bad. You, and you know what credit happened? Cards at home. Uh, you know what? She's going to be like, let's go drinking at the horse auction. And we already did the, the chicken auction. I think I spent $600 on chicks and things. So I don't need to do that. Um, we'll see how it goes. I, she's pretty persuasive so <laughs> i need alvin her husband to come with me because he'll he's the one who said don't get this horse he was like this is terrible this horse looks terrible don't get this horse he's old and he looks terrible and then i got the horse and now he's getting it back so <laughs> <laughs> all right you know what kentucky performance products you just talked about them and if you want to find all of their terrific products and how they help horses all over the country go to kppusa.com and if you need help directly with your horse just write to them and ask to talk to karen she would be happy to talk to you she talks to our listeners all the time y'all for so. real it is like if you don't have your horse on vitamin e I don't know why, you know, that's just one thing. It's made a difference in every one of my horses, an unbelievable difference. So vitamin E. KPPUSA.com. Well, coming up next is a friend of ours. Her name is Chrissy Joy. She is a a, a national champion dog trainer, and uh, she's got something very exciting coming up. And, uh, you know, I would put her in the badass woman category, and that's what today's all about. We all have heard her here on the show before. She's a good friend of ours. She's a world champion dog trainer many times over. And one of our good friends, Chrissy Joy, welcome back. I'm so thrilled to be here, Glenn. It's Oh my gosh, we've known each other for quite a while at this point. I'm not going to age myself, though. <laughs> oh, I think it's about 14 years, to be honest. <laughs> I think it's like it's uh, you know, it's when like Twitter was first kind of making its appearance, I believe it was. And I, that's where I learned about you guys was at Twitter. Really? I didn't yes, know that. I remember it. Yes, it was Horse Radio Network on Twitter. And that's where, like, I, I not only followed you, but I reached out because I was coming to Kentucky. And that was kind of like the rest of history. Isn't that amazing? I didn't realize that. That's so yes, funny. It was like 2009, 2010, right in that window. I think it's 2009 because that's when I joined Twitter. You were like one of the first accounts I ever followed. Oh, well, that's cool. At least somebody I followed know. our Twitter account. So. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, Chrissy, know, so you, cool. you're, we have you on now mostly to talk about dogs because you're a dog trainer and competitor and, and now a celebrity. Tell us about your new TV show. Oh, we're, well, we're so thrilled. And, you know, and it's funny, you say celebrity, and I naturally kind of cringe at that. But I, I use that as an opportunity of, to think of, I have a large platform where I can reach audiences and hopefully inspire them, you know, to look at your own pet, your own dog or any kind of animal a little differently and create that bond. Um, but I'm really thrilled because this Saturday we have a fun show that's coming out and it's called the dog moms. And it's really appropriately named because I think a lot of times we watch dog programs and a lot of it is like theory and training and problem solving. This is just us talking about topics as pet owners as a, you know, you have, you would have a dog as I would have a dog kind of the ins and outs tips, tricks um, that we may know or experiences we've gone through in storytelling versus going down like the deep rabbit hole of, you know, training and problem solving. And what, so what kind of format is it? So it's on dog TV. It's, it's going to be an episodic TV show that you can see either on the dog TV app or on dog TV, which is through your cable provider. Uh, the cool news is that 
we have a unique code that I'm going to give to you guys today. So the Horse Radio Network viewers are getting it exclusively. And the code is called the Dog Moms. Pretty easy to remember. But if you put that in, you'll get a free uh, month or a free two months to the to Dog TV so that you could go on, try it yourself and see if you like it. And also catch the new episode of the Dog Moms on Saturday. Uh, it's actually also going to be hopefully available on more platforms as well, but we don't exactly have that quite yet to announce, but we are working on some exciting plans that, you know, you'd be able to stream it on your, uh, many other platforms that you use to watch movies and TV shows. So is it set up like a talk show or are you going to, obviously you're going to be having your puppies with you? Right. Yeah. So there was me and actually Beasley is, is next to me in almost all the shots, just sleeping and having the best part of his life. Um, it's really fun. It is something that like we didn't even like have uh, preparation ahead of time. So we sit down together, we're talking and it's a roulette behind us on a big screen. So we never know what topic is going to be next. And so this whole roulette, like this whole big um, wheel turns and it lands on a topic. And then we have a set amount of time to just talk about our experiences, maybe answer some questions coming from the audience um, and stories are shared from the audience as well, which is going to be something that in our next season, you will be able to, you know, chime in and be a part of the show more and more where we actually get to, you know, have a discussion with you. So it's a really neat experience because there's a variety of topics. We don't exactly know. So you're really getting this unscripted, totally uncut kind of um, feedback from us, myself, and my friend Amber, who's the co-host and a really good friend of mine. And we just kind of talk about it from our perspective and our point of view. So your improv training is going to come in handy on this one. Yeah, I mean, so I'm terrible with improv, to be honest. So I think it was I, I was I, I was being so sarcastic. You and I have had yeah, this conversation. Yeah. I I did improv a handful of times and they're like, No, 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 you can't say no in improv and I was like out in the first five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that's what's really neat about it is that it was kind of thrown onto our lap. We weren't allowed to see the topics prior, so we didn't even know what was gonna be on the wheel until we showed up that day to film. And so it was very, very organic as far as like, okay, here you go. And here's four minutes and, and let's go, let's talk. Or here's a random question and here you go. We're going to throw it in your lap. And I love that because I think we see so much scripted television at this point that this is going to be a true, you know, just coming from us as a dog trainer, but also relating to you as a pet. And there's times we laugh, there's times we cry. Um, and there's also really thing, cool things that came out of it that, um, you know, I learned about Amber and she learned about me that maybe you guys uh, will enjoy as well. And the cool news is that it's also going to transfer over to hopefully a podcast in the future. So we have plans for that, too. And is this uh, are you going to be playing with dogs at all during the show? Yeah. So there's a lot of different B-roll that's cut in so that we, people have things to refer to. And we stayed at this beautiful house, um, Airbnb in New Jersey that was on a lake. And so we got to do a lot of different shots with the dogs that after we filmed all of our topics, we actually kind of sat down as a team and said, okay, well, what kind of footage can we pull or what kind of footage can we showcase that ties in really well to the things we um, talked about? Now, I don't know, you know, I know you have experience in other people as well, but usually when you arrive to a shoot, everything's mapped out, right? Yep. All the shots we're going to get, well, we didn't even know what B-roll we were going to get because we didn't know what we were going to talk about. And so it was really a team effort in that, oh gosh, I think we were two to three days of filming we did um, for just B-roll to just kind of sit down as a team and go, okay, what did we talk about when we filmed all those episodes? And now what, what are we going to do for, um, you know, getting that good footage together uh, so that we can tie it in really nicely? And I thought that was such a cool thing because we really had to go off the cuff. So it's truly an unscripted experience. I love that. That's really cool. Yeah, me too. Me too. I got to be honest, though. I didn't even know there was a dog TV. Oh, so, okay. A lot of people, <laughs> you know, I find that a lot of people don't know. So this is the cool thing. If you don't know about dog TV, everyone's like, okay, cool. So it sounds like a channel for dog lovers, which is true. However, if you watch some of the programs, you might be like, okay, there's something weird about this program. The colors are off or it seems a little odd. And it's because there is scientific, like a lot of research gone into the creation of dog TV, even to begin, the programs are tailored so that your dog can see it. Really? Not just you. Yeah. So there's certain programs 
that look a little funky to you as a human, but to a dog, it is vivid and it is something that they can view very well based on a lot of scientific research on how a dog's eyes and vision work. And so there's relaxation episodes, there's, you know, episodes that are more engaging and, you know, there's all sorts of things on there. Now they're not doing like, oh, doorbell ringing because they don't want to drive dogs crazy. Right. 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 But because that would not be good. Right. We're going to, you know, have the FedEx guy appear. Um, probably not a good idea, but there's a lot of content on there that really is fun to watch dogs start to interact. There's, you know, dogs running on a beach or there's dogs just sniffing through grass and all sorts of cool programs that if you have to leave the house, you can leave it on for them and they can actually see it. This is so funny because coming up next in the show, I'm having another one of my friends on who uh, runs the Women's Meditation Network. Get this, Chrissy. She just passed 100 million downloads. Whoa. Oh, uh, I saw the post. Yes. That's amazing. She's yes. coming on next. So this is like oh, meditation wow. for dogs. It really can be. And I think that's where a lot of people are like, oh, I have to leave my dog throughout the day, this and that. It's so just put on dog TV. <laughs> just put on dog TV and put on the relaxation and they have like eight episodes that run of just relaxation and the music is really nice. They actually choose music that also has shown to be like the right music for dogs, a lot of classical, gentle music, just instruments. And, um, and there's a lot of proof like, okay, this is the right style of music that we're going to use for these channels because this is what's proven to show relaxation in dogs versus other things. And it's just really neat to see that. But tying into that, there's going to be shows like the dog moms and un the dog chef is on there showing you how to make, you know, great meals on the fly with for your dog or make treats for your dog. I'm even on there teaching you how to teach some tricks to your dog. So there's a lot of cool programs that are also great for you too. That's really cool. Well, congratulations, Chrissy. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Um, Yes, thank you. You know, it's kind of funny because I met Chrissy at the very beginning of Horse Radio Network, and uh, we, Jennifer and Chrissy and I hung out a a lot in the beginning years Mm -hmm. when we were in Lexington together and then have stayed in touch all through the years. And, you know, we've kind of grown these businesses at the same time. You know, I did the Horse Radio Network, you did your training business and and the movie business. You've seen her dogs and commercials commercials and movies and all over the place, and you just haven't known they're Chrissy's. But um, <laughs> we've done this all at about the same time. So it's kind of cool that we were able to grow our businesses, you know, together, really. It really is. And I, I have to say, you know, it has been a long road for me, but you can also agree. Oh, yeah, it's been a long road for us, too. <laughs> you motivate me because I remember when you when you started and where you started in your first radio, like, room in yeah. your home. And yeah. I remember all of that so clearly. And so much that you've done for me over the years, and you motivate me to keep pushing through. And if anything, if I could just pass that on to other people, I feel like that's the ripple effect that we can create that like leads that positive impact. Well, you're doing that with everything you do and exposing your very cute, well-talented puppies to the world. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, exci- I'm excited to see this. And uh, congratulations again. People can find you. You have a website, right? I do, yes. So I highly suggest if you if you aren't sure where to find the dog moms, definitely check out Dog TV and use the code the dog moms to get your free month subscription and try it out. But also if you want to learn more about me and my dogs, I do have a website. It's ChrissyJoy.com and social media, the Joy Crew. Those are my dogs. Or follow the Chrissy Joy and that's more of my uh, training, my side of things on the end. Very good. Well thank you, Chrissy. Appreciate you stopping by and have fun with yes. the show. Yes, thank you. It's premiering this Saturday for National Dog Moms Day. Whether you're training or riding the local trails, there's a Wintech saddle for almost every horse and rider combination. The Wintech 2000 all-purpose is for the riders who want to do a bit of everything. From training to fun beach days with your friends, you'll experience luxury in this top-of-the-range Wintech saddle. Your horse will adore the super soft panels which mold in and around their muscles for complete comfort. Sinking into the deep seat, your leg will find its natural groove and your contact and communication will become effortless so you can focus on having fun. Explore the entire Wintech saddles range at wintech-saddles.com. The people that just adopted the horse Fallstar Glenn, they came uh, to you know try him and visit him and ride him and they, they loved him and they adopted him. And then I'm like, so what, what did we need? We're just getting horse. Like, they're like, we need a saddle. And I was like, okay, what are you thinking about getting? Well, we're going to get a Wintech. I was like, that is a very perfect answer. Perfect <laughs> answer. <laughs> so Wintech-saddles.com. 
Coming up next is another badass woman we know. Her name is Katie Kremitzos, and she's one of my oldest podcasting friends, and she celebrated something pretty special last and week. And you've been a very bad friend. Don't yeah, I apparently have. We'll find out about that, because I'm sure she'll bring it up. <laughs> so let's talk to Katie. Well, Katie, thank you so much for joining us today. Yay! I'm so excited to be here, you guys. And you've been here a number of times before. We talked to you in the past. You've actually co-hosted uh, Horses in the Morning with me a couple times. Uh, I over- have. I've had that lovely pleasure <laughs> <laughs> over the years. But last week, I mentioned to everybody that I went down to Tampa and we went to a lunch where we celebrated your hundred millionth download for Women's Meditation Network. Yeah, I was so glad that you were there. It was like the highlight of the whole day that you were there. Oh, just because you could, you could tell me <laughs> because you could announce just, to everybody what a schmuck I am. Like, <laughs> yeah, t- will you tell that story to everybody listening, please? Oh, Jamie. Okay, so it's 2018. I at that point had been podcasting for four years already with a very different podcast. It was a business uh, women's entrepreneur show. It was very successful. And I found out I was pregnant in April of that year and immediately was just like, I don't want to do that anymore. And in that, like, what am I going to do if I don't do that? Figuring it out. I came up with the idea of the Women's Meditation Network. And so I was baby stepping into that in a very like incubated, unsure, but I know I need to do it kind of a, of a mentality. And Glenn takes me out to lunch. We go to the Cheesecake Factory. And I think, Glenn, did I, had I launched the show, the first show no. yet? <laughs> I don't, so I hadn't even launched the first show yet, Meditation for Women, but I was, I was doing it. Like I was in production to get it going. Like I was on it, but I was very scared and nubile, right? And Glenn is like, I don't, I, I think you're nuts. I think you, <laughs> I, I don't know what you're thinking. This is totally doesn't make sense. I really think you need to dig deeper into Biz Women of Rock. Like you got a good thing going there. And I was like, ah. I really appreciate that, Glenn. <laughs> Very shaky because I love Glenn and I have an enormous amount of respect for Glenn as a podcaster. And um, why? And- <laughs> I mean, he's basically the crusher of dreams. In my defense, I was not the only one. Your husband told you he thought it was nuts. No, no, no he absolutely did not. Actually, my husband was on board from the beginning, um, uh-huh. and and he, but many people did. Many people I love and trust told me no way. No one knew me for meditation. Like no one even knew I meditated. Well, I think and, that was the thing. Is yeah. we were used to the high energy Katie. Yeah. So I don't mean super high energy. Yeah. So yeah. and you're like, how in the world are you going? have a voice for meditation <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what, there were a lot of us that thought that you have to yeah. admit that um yeah. but obviously we were all wrong <laughs> so, <laughs> so the, the the coup de gras was that glenn this is why i was so excited glenn came down because glenn came down to the celebration party last week and he hands me a card and he says you got to open this now and it's a card that um i open it up and it says i'm so glad that i was right and there was a gift card for cheesecake factory in there <laughs> So he basically denied the fact <laughs> totally that totally. he was wrong because just like it. a man can't admit he's wrong. I was the sorry. reason she succeeded because what I said motivated her. See? Oh my God! You're such a misogynist, stealing people's <laughs> stealing people's success. I don't, have, I don't care. It just felt very good, and I called him out from the stage. <laughs> she did. Like yeah, yeah uh, like some girl. people didn't believe in me. Hint, hint. But you know, I did it. We are He's so right there. Spotlight on that guy. Well, I got to <laughs> ask you, you know, th- this is coming from a place and Jamie and I are in the same place. And I want to ask you a question later about meditation, because we both have what I call very active minds, which uh, means, do. yeah, which means when we try and meditate, all we do is, you know, we just can't. Right. So I want to ask you about that later. But why, yeah. why did this, I mean, 100 million downloads, we're talking a tenth of a tenth of a tenth of a percent of podcasts ever hit yeah. that. I mean, never. Yeah. Uh, this is very rare. So what, what was, was it just that the, that, that niche was ready for you? Um, <laughs> what made that work? Um, I think there's a couple of really big factors that have all gone into it. Number one, I think it was the market was ready for it when we did our research in 2018 to go look up in the podcast podcast players like, okay, let's type in meditation. What's there? Let's type in women and meditation. What's there? There was one show and it was appalling enough to me that I was like, oh my God, I have something to contribute here. Like I I have something to say here. And I, I, there are women who I know want to be here that I could really help. So that's one is that I really feel like I got in front of an audience and filled a niche that wasn't being filled. That's a big one. The second is that, um, 
I feel like what I've created because I don't, because I'm not like formally trained as a meditation guide, but I've been meditating forever. I feel like my creation of meditation. So the content itself is very unique and different. Like these are not your typical meditations. Um, They're very musical. They're very not, I mean, like they're little pieces of art, they're poetry. They're, they're saying these messages that I want to say. So I feel like the content itself is very high quality and it's different. Um, And so that's sticky. And then there's also this thing that we have always put an enormous amount of priority and attention on marketing and growing the show, which I haven't always done in the past. It's sort of been like, let me produce and just kind of like see what happens and rely that pe- uh, on the fact that people will find it. Um, and I have to give my husband a lot of credit for this um, because he's very much a part of the business. And he's a marketing brain. His, his brain is constantly in marketing and growth. And so, so from the beginning, it was like, okay... I don't have a budget, but how can I figure out how to market? Like, how can I make a budget, even if it's 50 bucks to pay for this ad to get in front of other podcasters or to get in front of other, um, to get in front of other audiences? Like, how can I do that? And then kind of the final piece here is that um, the timing of the pandemic lined up in that I was exactly where I needed to be when sort of things were knocking on my door, meaning you know, by March 2020, when the country shut down, I had been, I had had my one podcast for a little over a year and a half at that point. And my numbers skyrocketed because it was the calm and the the relief that, that people were searching for in this really unstable, scary, freaky time. They were searching for it. These women were searching for it. And so I was already positioned there. And more so than that, I really stepped into the calling of creating more. That moment is when I, I started launching new shows, went from one show to, you know, then two, then three, then four pretty quickly. Um, and so I just was like, how can I create more that because people are wanting more? So there's, I think all of those things in conjunction have, have really um, have made it th- this, this journey what it is so far. You know, I think, too, I, there's another that you can add to that in that, you know, Jamie and I create this show, but people listen to it once, right? So they listen yes. to our nonsense once and then go to tomorrow, whereas your show, they they all listen to the same meditations over and over and over again. So you have that advantage that a lot of podcasters don't have in that it's evergreen and it encourages people to listen to the same one over and over and over again. Yes. I'm so glad you mentioned that. That's uh, kind of an invisible benefit in that as a meditator, like somebody who meditates, I do the same thing. If I'm feeling, if I want to go to sleep, I tend to listen to the same sleep meditation all the time or the same like three all the time. So I knew that that I could create these evergreen products, if you will, these little MP3 files, these little audio experiences. And I knew that people would be listening more than once if I put out really great stuff. Interesting. All right. So now the question is, so Jamie and I have active minds, right? And I have never been good at like sitting and trying to meditate because I just, you know, you know how it is. Your brain goes everywhere when you're quiet. And I don't like when my brain goes everywhere. And I think, Jamie, would you agree with that? Are you in the same boat? Do I like it or does it happen? Does it happen? (laughs) I mean, can you make it happen where you quiet your mind and don't think about the world? I, I have a really hard time with it. So how do we yeah. do that successfully? How do you train yourself to do that? Because we're not the that, only ones. No, listen, what you are describing is every single human being on this planet. So um, it's... You're not special, Glenn. You're not special. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I wanted to say. So thank you, Jamie. Just no. say it, girl. Let it go. <laughs> um, we all have a brain whose job it is to create thoughts and to be spinning all the time. And so my approach to meditation is is not, there are a gazillion approaches to meditation, but my approach is one that really wants to make it approachable for anyone. So one thing is reminding everyone, like, it's not about making sure your brain goes blank for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour. Like, that's not actually what meditation is. Meditation is being able to sort of pause and recognize separate from you, that these are your thoughts and they're going at a thousand miles a minute, right? So that's one thing is, is just being able to give yourself permission to know that that you're, it's okay that your brain is moving. The second thing is to give yourself permission to have meditation not look like what you think it needs to look like. Meaning, 
I think when we all picture meditation, we we visualize sort of, you know, a person sort of sitting in this perfect erect lotus, you know, seated position with By the, the way, hands. if I did that position for more than five minutes, I'd never oh, get up. So same with yeah. it is not a comfortable <laughs> position for me. There's a reason behind it. Like the very specific reason behind it. But um like that's not what meditation looks like to me. Like, um, and so what I would encourage everyone is to redefine what meditation actually is. And I would, I would go so far as to say for both of you that you both probably have meditative experiences now that you do, you have to, in order to kind of calm down and feel a sense of, of relief and, and peace. My guess is, is that it's one of my favorite ways of meditating, which is being outside in nature, doing an activity such as gardening, or even cleaning up your horse's stall, like like activity that actually forces you to focus on what you're doing in that exact moment so that you're not racing with your mind. Those activity or even taking five deep breaths, like after a call or after, you know, you're doing X, Y, or Z, those things are meditations to me. Um, it's any chance that you get an opportunity to just pause and come back into the present, get, sort of separate yourself or at least be able to acknowledge that your thoughts are moving, but they're not you. Like you are not swimming in your thoughts. You, they that's, are separate than you. That's interesting because that's exactly how I feel when I am training a horse. It's almost like it's the time where I have to be 1 million percent present in that moment. And so I don't even like to listen to anything, music or anything when I'm working because it takes me out of that 1 million percent focus where I, I, I don't want to miss anything that's happening. And that is why I, my husband will say like, whoo, you need to go ride a horse. <laughs> like I'm just, I'll get like too yeah. much. And it, I do come back a different person when I, when I do that. And that I think is what horses for to tie this into, to this show is that's what horses are for. Horses are not meant to stress you out or to worry you wow. or freak you out. And I've, I've got people calling me all that. This horse is doing to hurt me. Blah, blah. That's not what horses are for. Horses are for you to have this experience that Katie's talking about, which is like, it shuts you off and just makes you focus on that. So if people can make horses that enjoyable, why can't you meditate, Glenn? Jeez. <laughs> no, Glenn has his own form of meditation, I'm sure. But th Jamie, that's exactly. Does a bottle like, of wine count as meditation? <laughs> is that is that meditative? I mean, kind of, sort of. That kind of <laughs> leans into like numbing things out. That's a different thing. <laughs> So how do you recommend people get started on this kitty? Cause I think it is awesome. Is it just like pop in episode one and, and get going or should there be some, like, do we need some backstory before we not focus? at all? Um, so that what you can do is you can go to your podcast player and go just type in women's meditation network. You'll see all of our 14 shows. We have 14 different shows that we have and literally like press, 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 press the one that like calls to you like, Oh, it's nighttime. I need a sleep meditation. Let's listen to sleep meditation for women or, Oh, I like affirmations. I'm going to listen to the daily affirmation show. And then they're meant to be kind of an encyclopedia or a library, if you will, of meditation. So literally what I've, what most of my listeners tell me is like, I just kind of scroll down until I find a title that calls to me or that I really want to experience or that I want to get rid of this feeling. And I press play and that's it. That's how it's meant to be. So um, there's no sequence that you need to listen in. You just go and find one that really calls to you and just press play and then let me do all the heavy lifting. Oh, just she just shifted right into that voice. <laughs> she did. You hear my little meditative voice. <laughs> it's kind of sexy. Jamie, I think you're right, though. I think horse people, we do have an advantage, an inherent advantage in that we have horses, and they are very therapeutic. So, if you have the right horse. Yeah, if you're the right horse. Yeah. <laughs> you're right about there's that. Some, there's something big about you are outside, right? You're outside very often. You're around another animal, another creature of nature, and, and it, that's a very big deal in that, that moment, of, it forces you to be present because you got to be present with your horses, right? But then you're also reminded kind of like your worries kind of like dissolve away because you're reminded how little you are as a, as a small speck in this universe, it, but as a humbling thing, as a, as a very humbling piece. So like, okay, yes, I was stressed about this or I had all these to-do items I needed to do. But when you're there in the moment with your horse, when you're outside in nature, you're just like, you breathe in this sense of like, everything's as it should be. Everything is going to be okay. I'm a part of this bigger universe and, and it's all good. Mm -hmm. You really yeah. should do well, meditation. You would be good at that. 
Now, see, I'm going to be good at it, but you shouldn't do it, Katie. I'm looking at your website, which is Women's Meditation Network, and there's meditation for sleep, mornings for women, affirmations, healing, anxiety, which is something I probably suffer with more than anything, uh, sleep meditation, so you sleep sounds. I mean, you've got it all covered. Ooh, water and nature sounds. Yeah. I love it. I will play that. Uh, my son, <laughs> he's nine, and he has an Alexa in his room, <laughs> I'll come upstairs to check on him and I'll walk in and there'll be Alexa play sounds of whales and I he'll be it. playing whale sound like whale calls, like humpback calls. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be way better. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for you. Uh, and I'm so glad that, uh, that you've really set, you know, you set an example for all of us podcasters that you can take a niche and you can really make it work. Um, and, and, but do by doing it right. And I think you've done it right, obviously. And congratulations. I'm, I'm so happy for you. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Jamie. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you for that gift card. I'm going to be using it as I, <laughs> as I think about how wrong you were. Uh, you know what? She hasn't invited me to back to lunch there at oh, Cheesecake no. Factory. I'll take you anywhere. So, no, no. I'm, You're gonna... You're going to sit down going like, okay, tell me about your next idea. And yeah, I'm like, no, I'm yeah, going to steal it before you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Katie. Thank you, guys. All I right. really appreciate we'll it. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, I've never been so wrong my entire life. I love it. I, was for I love it. <laughs> but you know what? She's No matter what she's done in life, you can tell she's one of those people that no matter what they do, they're going to do it till they figure it out. Do uh, it well. And she just figured it out. Right. And made it work and made it work to a hundred million downloads. Do you know, Jamie, that you, a hundred million listens in radio <laughs> is huge. Uh, yeah. It's just a crazy number. It's, it's just incredible. I mean, and, and to think of it, it's also like, like this podcast is very niche. Like it's a horse person podcast with a morning radio, like her whole entire network is so niche, like women and meditation. And as a woman, I, I'm like, I don't meditate. But then you look at it, you're just like, oh my gosh, there's like so many cool different things you can just listen to and chill. That's awesome. You know what I think too? And you and I did this when we started this show. We brought comedy to the horse world. There was nothing like this. And there still isn't really. Um, so, but she said that I didn't, I was not a meta, a guider, you know, guider of meditation. I came into this just, just what, with what I wanted to do. So she didn't have those unwritten rules that people who were in the industry had. So she kind of broke the rules, right? When she did the network and obviously it worked. Um, so she, that was probably an advantage for her in that she had never led a meditation in her life when she did this. And she never let somebody keep her down. So <laughs> apparently, way to go, girl. <laughs> apparently. Katie, we're so proud. I'm proud of Chrissy and Katie both. Well done. And we're going to hear from some of our sponsors, and then we're going to do the silly thing we do, which is not meditative, and that's really bad ads coming up in just a minute. So wake up! <laughs> Train with top hunter, jumper, and eventing professionals anytime, anywhere with Practical Horsemen On Demand. Your membership gives you access to hundreds of how-to training videos taught by top-level hunter, jumper, equitation, and eventing pros, exclusive interviews and lectures, slow-motion demonstrations, insider access to private clinics and lessons, and step-by-step -step tutorials. New content is always being rolled out, so there are always new videos available on the topics important to you. Join now for just $24.99 a month and take your training to the next level with Practical Horsemen On Demand. As horse owners, we spend a lot of time on the road. Let U.S. Rider help keep you covered. Our Equestrian Motor Plan offers fast, reliable, nationwide service from our highly trained roadside assistance team. 24-7 coverage for both you and your horse. Membership includes horse trailer servicing, towing, flat tire repair, even on dual wheels, battery assistance, and lockout service on any vehicle in your plan. We also have your equine companions covered with referrals for emergency vet services, barrier referrals, and emergency stabling assistance. Get peace of mind on the road for you and your horse. Join U.S. Rider today.
If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is that time of the week when we do some really bad ads. These are ads that are sent in by our listeners, uh, either from Craigslist or Facebook or something, usually about horses or farm stuff. We just have a little bit of fun with them. We give away prizes for everybody that submits an ad. You submit an ad and just send it to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. You get one entry. You actually record the ad yourself, and we have a couple of those today. You get two entries, and you record the ad in an accent that's not yours. You get three entries. And at the end of this month, we will pick winners for the following prizes brought to you by horselovers.com. That's horselovers with a Z.com, home to 120,000 horse products. You can find everything you want on there and also Eco Gold. The first prize we have this month is an Eco Gold Secure Saddle Pad. It's the one Jamie uses. This is a no slip, no slide pad, and it is the most comfortable non slip saddle pad out there. It's a value of $190. Amazing. You can even pick color and style English or Western. Uh, the other thing that another prize is the C4 gift collection it includes belts, socks, etc. all the things C4 is the known for it's like color and choice. They do belts, dog collars, watch bands, socks. There's just really cool stuff. And this gift package will include a little bit of everything. $110 value. Red and Goat is one of the amazing makers of what I call onesies for, for wintertime, but they also do some fashionable coats. Everything's made for people who actually ride, and it fits for when you're riding. This is high-quality stuff, and they're giving away one of their coats. That's a $200 value. Finally, a Gatsby Fly Collection, which includes the Gatsby Cool Mesh Fly Mask with Ears, Leg Wraps, Fly sheets and the cool mesh matching fly net cover, $125 value. All right. So today, our submitters, the first one was Scott, and Scott always reads his own. Let's take a listen. Hey, this is Scott from Virginia, and this Facebook user named Tara is selling her a quarter horse, AQHA registered, eight years old, gelding, chestnut, 15 hands, 1,150 pounds, guaranteed sound. Ties great, easy to catch, hates women. Loves hard work and beer. <laughs> Bathes good, just has a disgruntled look on his face the whole time. Also, stands for the farrier. He eats and drinks on the road good, and after hard work, he takes everything in stride. Quote, if I was married to a cowboy, this horse would pay our bills. Unquote. But I'm not, and he hates me. So, come and get him. I've owned him since September of 2022. He's never bucked with anyone since I've owned him. He had wolf still, and we had those done. And we treated him for ulcers. He also saw the osteopath twice. He's been the best horse since. Sugar Ray was raised and started on a ranch in South Texas. He's pretty handy. He is a D, but it doesn't bother me. I've learned to maneuver around his personality flaws. He doesn't really have any vices. He's just not super personable. He'd prefer you catch him and get the job done and then get the F away from him. He's not hanging out for scritches or extra treats. He is not hard to catch, thank God, but he sure doesn't want to be besties. He'll chase your dogs and your donkeys, but he isn't aggressive to other horses. He pastures with two geldings and has zero issues. Honestly, if you're a cowboy needing a sound workhorse, he's your man. Head work for an older man who trail rides or team sorts. He's handy. Uh, he would work for anyone with experience. If you feed him sweet feed and let him set up, he gets fresh. Uh, he's never bucked anyone off, but he's just spicy when you saddle him. I wouldn't recommend him for a Karen with cookies, Betty who wants a bestie. He needs Carl the cowboy, who's going to ride his D into the ground six days a week and maybe leave him on the trailer for an hour or two while he sits in the bar after a long day's work. That's the kind of life Sugar here prefers. He has zero desire for you to be nice to him at all. But again, he's a damn good horse and wants to be the best one you own when you put him to work. I bought him to trade on, and he's sound. He's one hand broke, but he will not work for my Karen, Cheryl, and Betty customers looking for a bestie to feed good boy snacks to and give kisses. He hates women, and he's the president of the Man-Woman Haters Club, and he does think women are annoying. Especially if you braid his tail and bundle him up in sleeky jammies with a blankie, he will rip him on the fence and lose the tail bag in the pond. He's also not sorry. Long story short, <laughs> please come get sugar. He hates me and thinks I smell bad. He snorts at my perfume and looks at me like I need to go back to the city where I belong. Troop Texas. <laughs> That was great and well read. 
<laughs> you just I was going to say, I, I just hope that she got, she finally got to the bottom of it. <laughs> he just hates you. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking about your horse that you're shipping back to Texas. They must be related. <laughs> he likes me. He likes people. He just doesn't like other, other horses. horses. <laughs> Which causes a problem when you want him to pony other horses. <laughs> That was well done. Thanks, Scott. Uh, Aaron sent this one in. I love his name is Sugar Ray, too. (laughs) Yoga. Aaron sent this one in. This is ISO Morgan Horse. Facebook page for everything. Would anyone here be willing to trade an elderly gated trail horse for a younger Greenbroke Morgan? Oh, yeah, I'm sure everybody. Oh, wait. They had a comment. Where are you? How elderly? 15? (laughs) Somebody actually (laughs) commented. Yes, I want to give you my young green broke horse for your elderly half dead one. Well, you know what? I'll trade you a uh, half Percheron, half Standardbred. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. At this point, you could use that one. Yep. Um, The next one comes from Katie. She submitted this one. (laughs) The pictures. (laughs) Oh, God. Mare horse. $1,500 $1,500 in Miller Falls. Beautiful purebred Arabian horse is trained good, used to push cattle and loves to go on trail rides. Kid friendly, never booked for a bit. Anyone? He, he what? Ne- read that last sentence again. Ne- kid friendly, never booked. Well, I'd be I'd have to read the whole thing again if you want me to read the sentence again, but never booked for a bit anyone. Okay. Yep. No, no. <laughs> no I got nothing. But I, the picture is of the back half of a horse that is tied to a trailer tacked up, and it looks like they were trying to actually take a picture of the two turkeys that are on the ground in front of the horse. It's a horse. great picture of the turkeys. And if you notice all the other pictures, there is no picture of the horse's face. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, there's, there's a picture of his papers. It's like so. A listener of ours just posted a horse uh, on online and was like, "Oh my God, I love this horse. I want to uh, maybe buy this horse." And there was no picture of the horse, like full body. Like they had a full body picture, but it was wearing a blanket on top of it. And I'm like, "There's something going on there. You have to see all the things." Uh, I, by the way, uh, Miller's Falls. We always look up one of the towns. Do you have any guess where that is? And you're going to get this wrong. Idaho, Massachusetts. No, I never would have got it. You would have never got By the way, it's a population of 994. And uh, How the heck do you know that? I just Google. looked it up. Okay. <laughs> All right, Allie sent this one in. Uh, <laughs> this is a horse for sale, $22,500. That's expensive for what we usually talk about. Uh, we have his registration and everything to prove he's a super sweet mare, nice bred stallion horse. We sell stallion stud slash breeding $300 for the breed slash son of a make my gray champion father heritage ranch. That is where he's from. What? the? Well, first of all, he's a super sweet mare, nice bred stallion. He's a bear stallion. So I have there's... never heard of a mare stallion. <laughs> That's a first on the show. And we sell stallion stud slash breeding 300 for the breed slash son of a make my gray. And he is a deal in Ogden, Utah at a whopping 22,000. And the picture is of him standing in the snow. And I mean, obviously it's a boy. I can see like a little sheath thing but it is looks like a baby and he's like holding the lead rope like up in the air so the horse is like doing that like arab snort thing you know that they do i don't know what's up what's also we've had a number of photographers on and what's the first lesson in photography is you never take a picture toward what I the don't sun. to the sun. I yes. mean, the sun's behind it. Yeah, the sun is behind these, so you can't. It's all blurry because <laughs> the sun just washed it out. No, you never take a picture toward the sun. It doesn't work. I well. was thinking you don't put a dark horse in front of a dark building and then take a picture with the sun behind it. And so all the just <laughs> all, all of it's the wrong. things are wrong. Yes, in this, this it's picture. all wrong. All right, the and they want twenty two thousand five hundred dollars for this mare stallion. What well, is unique? There's not many mare stallions around. You know, it's a day. I always say there's a day two idiots met. One who asked the price and one who paid the price. All right. The next one comes in from Hannah. Hannah and Idaho Horse Community Facebook page. Hi, I'm posting my mare Miso again. She's eight this year and hasn't been rode since October of last year. 
She, uh, I, you know, I feel like I should do the punctuation because I'm posting my memory. So again, dot, 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 dot. She's eight this year and hasn't been rode since October of last year. Space, space, period, space. <laughs> she is a nice mare and might be good as a trail horse. Space, space, period, space. She don't like being left tied up. Space, space, period. Location is Buell, Idaho. I'm wanting three, the waving emoji, and two frowny face whoa, emojis for her. <laughs> so she wants $3,000 for the sad horse? <laughs> I think it's 3500 Oh. I don't know. It's too much detective work. My brain hurts. <laughs> you guys sent bad ads this week. Oh, my God. I told you I had, I had Farm Boy's horse up for sale, and somebody messaged me, how many carrots? Did they actually saying, say what? that? Yes. <laughs> how many carrots do you want? That's how it used to be. Facebook now, seeing ads on Facebook, we are... Monica sent this one in. It's our trailer of the week. <laughs> it's a classic. It's actually hooked to a truck, which might be a first. 1997 horse trailer. Pulls good, needs floor. <laughs> oh, you want to do punctuation? This one also has the space, comma, space. Uh, needs floor. Back bearings were packed. Front are shot, but I recommend replacing all. I have a, I have a four wheels plus tires, $500 bill of sale. Are you seeing what year they said this thing is? 1997. This is 1957. And it's hooked to a trailer, but what is it missing, Jamie? Um, It's got no wheels <laughs> on the front. There's just wheels on the back. The wheels, there's no actual tires <laughs> no. on the front. Plus, it looks like it was used, like, say there was an alien invasion and you had to hide from laser beams that were being yes. shot from the sky and you jumped behind this trailer to protect yourself from the alien laser beams that are being shot from the sky this is where you jump and this is what happened and there's lots of giant holes in the roof like holes in this thing <laughs> in the roof in the side you're right Either that or it was around during the Civil War, and these are cannonball holes. I'm not sure which. Either well, way. I would also like to mention, if you can see on the side of the trailer, that the, the what's the part that goes over the wheels of the, the fender? Oh, the fender, yeah, yeah. Is actually tied to the top with oh, a right. tie down. You're right. They're holding the fender up with a tie down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is well over our $300 price. They here. might as well have said. Oh my God, you guys, the next time the aliens come and shoot alien life form laser beams at you, this is your, this is what we did. Hop behind it. <laughs> It'll save your life. And the reason there's no wheels or tires at all on the front is because he said the bearings are locked up, so he couldn't drive it with them on it. This so, is not 1997. No, no. Oh my gosh, I feel like posting 60s, picture. maybe. <laughs> all right, here we go. Lorene sent this one in, and we love Lorene. Good morning. It's Lorene Barden. I'm going to read a really bad ad. Hi, Lorene. And this is a Craigslist ad for a horse. And it says, horse, $900. White pony, guess it's not a horse. White pony, gentle, five to seven years old for intermediate riders. Picks up all four feet for Faria. Has a very good rain reverse. Really good. Very good with orbiter horses. Used him <laughs> for trails. And then that's it. So I guess he has horses orbiting somewhere. Maybe the earth. Who knows? Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. He was in the alien trailer from before. He was He was <laughs> the one who was shooting the yeah. laser beams. <laughs> <laughs> the ads today are just all right you have the last one okay rachel sent this one in this is horses in oh i'm heading heading there tomorrow so maybe something for me horses in texas buy sell and trade this is a in uh this is a facebook page I have this three horses in Houston, Texas. PM me for more info and videos. The Sorrel is a 13 Y O mare. 
what is with the space commas today? <laughs> Every dad has had space commas. <laughs> the first gray with the black boots. It's a three Y.O. gilding. And the other one is an is 11-year-old gilding, G-I-L-D-I-N-G. They are all very, they're all really well-behaved. I have more pictures and videos. Let me point out that random words were capitalized and there's no <laughs> punctuation in the whole thing. I think you should have to know how to spell gelding before you own one. There should be a test. I, ag- I agree. I, well, you know what? It would take away all the fun we have. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> what would we do on Fridays? We'd have nothing to do. Well, we hope that our listeners have helped you end the week on an up note. Uh, and you know what? We had a lot of inspirational people on the show today, people who have followed their dreams and made it happen. So, uh, you know, today's show was, I booked today's show intentionally to have those two badass women on the same show because it does truly show you can follow your dreams and you can make things happen. And you know what? I think you can do that today more than you could when I was growing up, I think there's just more opportunities to do that, to make your own your own way in life. So that's my philosophical point to end the day. And now I'm done because but we're see, not doing the post show. You don't have to be a badass woman. You can be, I mean, I did too. Like I was like, what do I want to do? I want to work in radio. And I started there and you were like, what do I want to do? I'm going to start, the, I'm going to start a podcasting network about horses. Like who does that? So it's, it's, it doesn't, there's people listening that if you have done it, you have done it. And if you haven't done it, you're on your way or get started doing it, you know, like. Well, you did it with your mom, with Monty and training, right? I mean, that was, that became your thing. It wasn't, you know what? That wasn't my dream. I was like, I don't want to do that. It's too hard. And then I did it and I'm so glad I did. I mean, it would be, it was a dream to be a better horse trainer. That's all I went in with is I just want to be better. I didn't plan on having this certification, all that. I mean, it just kept presenting itself and I just kept, was hungry for more. And then I was like, well, what the heck? Let's go all the way, you know, but, but you guys, you sometimes you don't even know what your dreams are, and then they come to fruition. I'm like, my life is awesome. I do radio and horses, my two favorite things, and I'm sorry that I work with a dream crusher. So <laughs> you remember when somebody comes to you with an idea, if you're a mentor, find a way to support them because they're going to prove you wrong and call you out someday in the future. That was where I was trying to go with this whole story is don't let anybody bring you down, women. Men, just get it done. <laughs> and sure as hell, don't listen to me. <laughs> that was where I was going with that whole thing. The Glenn in your life, whoever he is, don't listen to him. You be you, darling. Bay, neuter, geld also do all that too. Love you, beat it. <laughs>